Hello, my name is Donnie Smith, and I'm the pastor here at Ascension Christian Center in Apopka, Florida. I hope this message changes, impacts, and challenges you in your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you enjoy the message, you can connect with us on our website, Facebook, or Instagram at Ascension Christian Center. Thank you, and enjoy. All right. Wow, well, praise God for God's timing of things. Um, Yeah, before, I didn't even know that we were going to be brought up here to talk about Indonesia. Thank you, baby. I have globes, and my favorite globe, which is coming, which is the one that you can toss around. Um, So we'll see if we get a little interaction going. Um, But before that happens, uh, I just want to say I am very grateful to be up here. I know this is a it's an honor, it truly is an honor to be up here, to be able to share the word with you all. I'm so grateful for Donnie, for the Lord, for, for doing this, and we're just, yeah, Finnis and I are both just very grateful to be here and be a part of this family. Um, so with that, I'm gonna pray, and then I'm gonna start. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yeah, Holy Spirit, you are here in us. You live in us. You've made us your temple. This is your favorite place to be, God. It's with your people. We're so excited to be with you. Lord, so would you speak to us? Would you open up our ears, open up our hearts right now, open up our eyes to see what you're doing, what you're doing in the world. Lord, show us the big picture. We want your heart for the nations. We don't wanna work something up we don't wanna force ourselves to do something because we, we know we should do it. Lord, but we want your heart. We wanna be moved by you. By you. We wanna say your words. We wanna, Lord, we wanna think your thoughts. We wanna be just like you. So thank you, Lord, that you have made us in your image and this is now natural for us to do. Lord, so would you fill me up right now? Would you bring clarity to my speech? And you just direct this time. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, my timer's starting. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm excited. Also, one thing about the shirts and the stuff we're wearing, when I first saw this stuff, uh, like this is their formal, this is their, what they wear to formal occasions. And, so when, and then I was looking at like my closet and I was like, man, like our shirts are boring. It's like, come on guys. <laughs> it's like, well, we need more of this stuff in, a, in America. This is so much fun. There's so many colors and you see my long sleeve one. It's awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, so to start, we're going to get a little preachy, then we're going to get a little teachy, then we're going to get a little preachy, if that makes sense. Um, so for, I, have, I have slides and visuals. It's going to be so great. Um, yeah. Okay, but before I do that, we're going to start with a little bit, little bit of preachy. So I just wrote, I can pull them up now, I just, I just Googled like verses about the nations and I found YWAM, which is a big missions organization. They have this page that is all, uh, all the verses in the Bible that talk about all nations. And so I'm gonna read a few of those and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run through them. So the, you can, you're not gonna have enough time to look them up, but I'm just gonna go for it. This is the first thing, the first command in the Bible, which is pretty amazing. Genesis 1, and God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And then it goes on to Genesis 18 when Abraham comes on. 
and through your offspring, and Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on the earth will be blessed through him. Genesis 22, and through your offspring, all nations on the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. And then it keeps going. Exodus 9, but I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Joshua 4, he did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. Psalm 2, ask of me and I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Psalm 22, all the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord and all the families of the nations will bow down before him. Psalm 47, clap your hands, all you nations, shout to God with cries of joy. Psalm 67, that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. Psalm 117, praise the Lord, all you nations, extol him, all you peoples. Isaiah 45, by myself I have sworn, my mouth has uttered in all integrity a word that will not be revoked. Before me, every knee will bow. By me, every tongue will swear. And then Jesus comes, and this is what he says about the nations. Matthew 24, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. And then he says, before he goes and ascends to heaven, in Matthew 28, he says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. And then the best part in Revelation at the end of time, the, after judgment day, when, this is, when the culmination of everything has happened, it says, after this, in Revelation 7, after this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. This, that's the end is that every nation, every tribe, every tongue will be represented. This is what we go, this is, this is our goal on earth is that the entire world would be covered. The entire world would be covered with his glory. <laughs> is that this entire thing is that every nation, every people group in this world would know that there is a God in heaven that loves that he judges, but he is loving and he has sent his son. And this is amazing that we're gonna see this. One day we're gonna be amongst them. There's gonna be people speaking Spanish, speaking English, speaking Indonesian, Javanese, Balinese, Mandarin, Japanese. All of the languages are going to be there and they're all going to be praising the Lord. This is amazing. This is... With all the division that's happening in the world, in our nation, in our state, in our city, the thing that unifies all of us is Jesus. This is the basic truth that we are all inherently loved and valued by the creator of this universe and we have all fallen short of him. And he has sent his son to take on that wrath and forgive us and fill us up with his spirit. Amen. Praise God. Okay. I am next, I'm going to attempt to summarize the entire Bible and all of church and missions history in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> so get ready. The whole purpose of this is I feel like, especially as Americans, I know because I've done this, I just as, a, as humans, 
we can get so caught up in the thing that's right in front of us and our own personal issues, even just what's going on in our city and sometimes like our state and our nation, it can be so uh, just like, that's all we think about and care about. But I feel like God t- today, what I felt like the word was, is let's just, let's, what's the big picture? Like, he just wants to show us what has God been doing in the world and what is he doing right now? So let's do that. Let's expand and think and just take a step back from all the stuff we're going through right now. And let's go over what has God been doing through all of human history? So let's start. First thing that happens, there's a garden in Eden. There's some people there, two of them, and they sin and just like people do. And so what happens? They get kicked out. And so they leave and then they kind of, they do their own thing. Lots of, lots of sin again, trying to follow God, but they don't. Big flood kills everyone in the world except for one family. And then eventually they have these kids. Jacob, his kid named Jacob gets turned into Israel. They have, they have more kids, but then there's a famine. And then this, these people, then they have to go to Egypt. And so they go to Egypt and they, and then have you guys ever heard of Moses? Have you guys seen the Prince of Egypt? Okay, that's good. We're all good Christians. All right, there's plagues, there's uh, trials, there's slavery, all this bad stuff. And so Moses goes, his, his water opens up and he, they walk through it. And then now they're on their way to go back to Israel, go back to where they came. And during this time, it takes them so long, it takes them 40 years to, that should have taken them like a couple weeks. Uh, but, instead of, but it took them 40 years because they were in the wilderness I also felt like God wanted to say, it took Israel 40 years to go through the wilderness. It took Jesus 40 days to go through his wilderness. How you act during your wilderness, it will determine if you go through it for 40 years or 40 days, okay? I feel like there's people here, you're in a wilderness season right now, and it's time for you to start acting like Jesus and not like the Israelites, okay? Go read it yourself, study it yourself. You're like, man, why is this taking so long? I know, I've, I experienced that. Um, so, so they finally get to Israel and then it's pretty much just family drama for like the next thousand years. Uh, it's like Israel does what was evil inside of the Lord and then they turn back to Jesus, or they, not Jesus, they turn back to the Lord. Uh, they turn back to God, turn back to Yahweh and they say, we're sorry, God. And he says, okay, I forgive you. And then the next part is they do what was evil. And so it's pretty much just that over and over and over for a while. There's prophets, then it gets so bad that they get kicked out of Egypt and then they come back because they say, we're sorry again. And so they come back to Egypt, or um, Israel, come back to Israel and things are okay. But then Rome takes over. Rome takes over everywhere. They took over their Roman empire, big empire. And so then... Then the Old Testament kind of ends. We have this four, four, 500 years almost of years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And then at the culmination of time, as Galatians talks about, Jesus is born. Amazing. Praise God. Jesus is alive. But Rome is still in charge. Uh, and so Jesus lives. I'm not going to repeat the story, but he lives perfect life, goes to the cross, dies, resurrects. And it's amazing. And it's amazing. People start to follow him. And so this is where the real story for the nations starts to happen. Is that for the, for the, in the Jewish perspective, it was all about Israel. That the entire purpose of humanity 
was Israel. Israel would produce a, a seed from Abraham and that this person would save Israel and that then Israel would rule the world. But what happened was that this savior, this Messiah that came died and that he rose again, but he did not come and he didn't overthrow the Roman empire because they expected, this is what I've heard preached, is that the Jews were surprised when Jesus, when Jesus came because they were expecting a conquering hero. So they were surprised when this humble lamb came. But there's a lot of Christians that will be surprised when Jesus comes back because they expect this lamb, this humble, this humble lamb, but he's gonna come back as a conquering king with a rod of iron. But that's in the future. Preview of coming attractions. Um, so Jesus comes, yes, coming soon to a sky near you. Jesus in the sky. Um, okay, so now we start church history. This guy comes in. We, this is also a great segue because last week, who did we talk about? Paul. So this guy Paul comes and see all the, uh, the apostles, they were apostles to the, to the Jews. But the, all of a sudden this guy comes and he's the apostle. The apostle means sent one. He's the one that is sent to the Gentiles. What is a Gentile? Anyone who's not Jewish. I would hazard a guess to say literally everyone in this room. <laughs> we're all Gentiles. Maybe someone here is Jewish. Um, so bless you. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so let's throw up Paul's missionary journey. We got that slide? This is where things start to expand because for so long, it's like all, all of the history was focused on Israel. But now look at all those places that Paul went. Like he went from, is, oh wait, I got a, uh, here we go. I hope this doesn't, all right, I got this, uh, I got the laser pointer. Woo! Cool, this is the teachy part. As you, as you, yeah, all right, so Paul went from Israel uh, and then he goes to Antioch, he gets sent, that's where the church is. Also cool thing, all this is Turkey. There's so much happened in Turkey. Um, I lived there, it's a great place. Uh, so he goes from Israel, Antioch, and he goes all around Turkey, goes to Greece, goes to Rome. And this is where we, we see the first like big missionaries happening, where big, big trips were made and the gospel starts spreading. It starts spreading in these regions. These regions, more and more uh, churches start getting built in all of these regions. Rome uh, starts spreading. And because Christianity is getting bigger, the, the boss is, getting, is starting to hear about it. The boss mean Caesar, Emperor Nero. So what happens is that he blames the Christians for this fire that happens. And so massive persecution comes to the church. They, uh, they start getting thrown into uh, the Colosseum to be uh, killed for spectators. And there's this huge, huge persecution happens. And so that kind of happens for a while until, let's go to the next slide. I think it should be a shield with a sign on it. So there's this, uh, this, yeah, so there it is. So this sign is seen by Emperor Constantine of the Roman Empire. For so long, there was persecution. So the Emperor Constantine, he sees this sign in the sky and he hears this voice that says, in this sign, you will conquer and, you will conquer and win. And so this is the first two letters of the Greek alphabet for Jesus. Correct me, historians in here, correct me afterwards. 
Not during. That's rude. Um, <laughs> and so, all of a sudden, now we have the Roman. Now we have the Roman Catholic Church, and so that produced that because now all of Rome is Christian. That's what he makes it edict. Every, we're Christian now, and you know, telling people that they're Christian and forcing them doesn't always work well. Uh, and so corruption comes. So more and more corruption comes because you can't. You don't just be like all right, tell us somebody who's been worshiping idols. They're like, you're a Christian now. You have to follow this. It doesn't work. Um, so they, there's so much corruption happens and lots of theology stuff happens. I'm gonna fast forward about 1,500 years until the 1500s. Uh, and so at this point, the church has been very corrupt. Uh, the Roman Catholic Church had been uh, selling people uh, like get out of hell free cards, uh, indulgences, it's like they're playing Monopoly. Like this sounds like a great idea. Let's sell these and make some money. And so this guy named Martin Luther. Next slide. Martin Luther. This guy. Uh, he says, "I don't like this. This is wrong." Also, no one can read the Bible. So he posts this, posts this letter on this door. I've actually been there. It's a cool place. They had construction going on, so I couldn't see the door. I saw a picture of the door though, where he posts this letter about the 95 theses about everything that the Catholic Church is doing wrong. And so talk about a complainer. <laughs> dang, dang guy. Um, so he posts that, and, but people start to follow him. And so then that splits up. The Catholic Church becomes, splits off to be Lutherans, and then all, now we have a billion denominations now from there. Uh, and so around the 17 and 1800s, we start seeing some real missions and people, people's hearts starting to grow uh, is when there's, one, there's this one group called the Moravians. They would send people out to, uh, they, they just, they started in this prayer meeting. We have, a, we have the Europe, the, uh, the one of Europe, there we go. So Germany, there's this little city called Herrenhut, Germany. And there's this group there and they started praying and the prayer meeting did not stop for a hundred years. Amazing, And so what was produced from that was these group of people that decided we need to go around the world. We need to go to everywhere in the world and preach the gospel. This is, where we, this is some of the first people we see going and being missionaries. And what they would do is that they would send caskets with them because they, they would say, I'm going and I'm, I'm gonna die. It's a one-way ticket. I'm not, com- I'm not planning on coming back. And what would happen is that they would die and what would they do? They would send more people. They would send people to replace them immediately. This amazing thing that happened back then, this was in the 1700s. And so we have many denominations, and then what starts happening is the colonization happens. So this is how the gospel then starts to spread. Uh, colonization, I'm not gonna get into a lot of politics, but I'm saying, but I do wanna say that um, it could have been gone so much better if the gospel would have been spread through kindness uh, and generosity instead of what a lot of things that did happen. But this is one way that the gospel did get to the Americas. Uh, obviously there's a lot of evil that happened, but Europe came and took over North and South America uh, and started all these missions, all these things started happening. And this is going on in the, yeah, the 1700s, 1800s. Uh, and then also, Go to the Indonesia one. It kept going and Europe took over this part too. And so that's where 
It's actually, as bad as some of the colonization stuff can be, this is also, the Dutch did bring the gospel to Indonesia. Uh, and so that's something that is, that is a good thing that came from that. And so we see that the gospel has kind of gone to a lot of the world by this point. Uh, it's gone, it started in the Middle East, and then it went to, uh, then, then it went to Europe, then it went to America. There's a little bit happening in Africa at this point too, and it's going to Asia as well. And then in the 1800s, this guy named Hudson Taylor, uh, this guy named Hudson Taylor, we have a picture. He was a missionary to China. Uh, there were, currently, what is the current population of China? What, like two billion, I think? Uh, One billion, getting up to two? Could you imagine, there had been no one going. There was like a few things on the coast, but this guy opened up the mainland of China and started, and people started hearing about what God is doing in the nations. Is it because thousands upon thousands were coming to know. People that had like a billion people, two billion people that have never heard of Jesus before. That blows our mind, like how small Europe and the Americas are compared to a lot of Asia. It's like this, the harvest is plentiful. And so this guy in the 1800s uh, went with his wife and started winning people for Jesus. And this is when things start to take off. Because what happens, this is the crazy thing that happens. At the end of the 1800s, there was this thing called the Boxer Rebellion. And what happened is that they kicked out all of the, all of the white people, all of the missionaries, all of the, all the foreigners, and they kicked them out. And so they did all that work. And then what? Then what, what? It's like, okay, well, what happens to the work then? What happens to the work is that it explodes. I wanna tell you guys something, and you may not believe it at first, but this is true. China is about to become the world's largest Christian nation. That is amazing. Not America, not Europe, China. Because what happened in the 1900s when the missionaries were kicked out is that they had to, they had to do it themselves. They could not rely on the missionaries, on the workers to, to do everything for them, to lead them. They had to rely on God and God spread like wildfire. And I, I wanna highlight China also because we can hear so many things in the news about the evil that's going on there. But I wanna remind you that God is moving mightily. God is moving mightily. Whatever you hear in the news, believe what God is saying about a place. Believe what God is saying about a place. You can look at David and say, he is a murderer and adulterer, but how does heaven remember him? Heaven remembers him as a man after God's own heart. So when you remember these places where there's so much challenge and trial going on, look to see what is God doing there? I'll tell you what God's doing in China is amazing right now. The house churches that are multiplying, amazing. God is on the move in the world right now. So that's happening. while that's happening in China, this is happening in the 1900s, we also have South Korea. So, the, oh, this is Africa. So... Uh, let's, let's talk about Africa for a second. And Reinhard Bonnke, I thought, I thought Donnie would like this one. The, you guys, millions of people coming to meetings in Africa. This is, that is insane. The biggest meetings in the world are happening ever. Look at all those people. That's crazy. 
And so now Africa, because Reinhard Bonnke, this one man said, Africa shall be saved. And now tons of Africa are Christian nations. That's, that's also a, just a mind-boggling thought to where just a, a, just a few hundred years ago, that's not the case at all. I'm, I'm, I'm saying a lot of these things to, I want you to understand that the last couple hundred years, have ex, there has been so much growth in Christianity. Jesus has spread across the world and it, there's pockets that we see. Okay, now go to the South Korea one. It's a church, uh, what is the, one of the, if not the largest church in the world, not in America, South Korea. That's this church right here. There are so, okay, this is another thing. What, how God is moving in Asia is that not America, it's South Korea. South Korea, for how big the population is, they send percentage-wise because sent more missionaries by number, but they've sent the most percentage-wise because something happened and it just spread and spread and spread and spread just the last hundred years. I mean, I think not even that, like the last, it happened in like the 50s. Uh, and while that was happening, Lester Summerall was a part of that. Yeah, all those tent revivals, like Oral Roberts, and then even Billy Graham later on, but all these people that started having healing revivals, it just, this is just happening throughout the world. Uh, America's happening. They're experiencing it in America, in China, in Korea, and in Indonesia as well. That what, uh, what Doug was talking about at Laser Pointer View, uh, <laughs> called Timor. And, and then it just, it spread from there. There were limbs growing out, all these crazy things happening. And so now Indonesia has so many Christians in small pockets. They're not spread. Indonesia, still the world's largest Muslim nation, but they have spread. But so we still need to go. Uh, but the Lord has moved in Indonesia as well. Okay. It's time, to, it's time to start getting back into preaching. The Lord has moved so much throughout the world. You guys know what the fastest growing church in the world is right now? You know what country it is? In the Muslim world, it's Iran. Iran has the world's fastest growing church right now. Also not in America. You guys, we have so much riches here and so God is, still is doing a lot of amazing things here, obviously, but when we expand our horizons and see what he's doing in the world, man, he, we have a good God. Okay, I'm gonna share a story with you now. All right, all right, the teaching part, the teaching part is done. I ho hope that wasn't too much. Uh, <laughs> okay. My, uh, I think it took a little bit longer than 10 minutes, but that was all of church history and left out some details. So whatever. Um, all right, this is where Indonesia is. You see, you got China over there, Middle East, Africa, Australia. Some people are probably like, I don't know where the heck Indonesia is. Most people think Bali is a country. It's not, it's an island right there. Um, all right, go to the next slide where it shows just Bali. There's Bali right here. This is Java, Surabaya. That's where Fennis grew up. That's a cool city. Hopefully we can go. Um, Bali is where we met this tiny little island, four million people there, Hindu island. Uh, so towards the end of our time there, 
uh, finished a nice time. It was like right before we were gonna get married. Uh, we, had, we had these contacts, some of our friends, they had known this Hindu priest. And this Hindu priest said that, they told some of our friends, some of our leaders, said, hey, my, uh, my father is sick right now. Could you pray for him? Uh, my father-in-law is sick, um, but he lives on this other island. This other island is right here. It's a tiny little island of 5,000 5, people. Uh, and then we said, he's like, you know, we could also bring some food there too, because we were doing food distribution, because this was during COVID, and this island was hit very hard by COVID, by the lack of travel. And uh, so they said, you know what? You can come, bring food, we'll let you pray, and you know what? You don't have to follow any of the COVID rules or restrictions, and if you want to pray, you can pray. If you want to preach, you can preach. You can do anything you want. Uh, and so we say, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Um, so we start, and then uh, so we start preparing and preparing, and eventually we go, and we just get in this word that God is saying, "Feed the five thousand, feed the five thousand." And so we get there, and how we do it is pretty cool because it's very similar to how we do things here. How God's breathing on the drive up, uh, the food distribution here. Uh, so it's pretty much picture that, but uh, just people walking up. And doing it. It's the same, same exact thing. You, you come up, you get your food, get a, food, a package of food to last you for a month, and then at the end, we try to pray for you. So this, this guy comes, and he had been in a motorcycle accident. And in this accident, he, could, he had a hard time walking. He was taking medication, tons of pain. And so pray for, we pray for him, and he gets 80% healed. And uh, so I think, Venice, you were praying for him at that point? Yeah. So that's awesome. Yes, praise God. Great. Yeah, and uh, so then, but then he comes back the next day because this is a multiple day thing that we did. And he comes back and he said, I want the rest healed. I still have uh, 20%. Come on, yeah, way to go, dude. Uh, Let's all be like that. Um, And so, okay, so pray for him. It gets completely healed. Yay, he's like jumping around and doing this and all that stuff and uh, it's great. And, but then he says, can I bring my family because they need prayer too. Okay. And so he gets on his motorbike, his little scooter, and he drives back and starts taking, one by one, starts grabbing his family members on a moped. Yeah. And so we start praying for them and they're all getting healed. And then we talk with uh, his, I believe it was his sister-in-law, so his brother's wife. And she says, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, I was pregnant and I was really sick and I, we thought we were gonna lose the baby, but I had a dream and this man in white comes to me and he heals my, and he heals my baby and he heals my stomach and she wakes up and she's fine. And so we we're able to tell her that Jesus came to her 10 years, 15 years ago to heal her and then we get to share the gospel with her and this family gets saved. And the whole, yes, praise God. And then more people get healed and more people get saved and they keep going back. And then we leave at this point. And what we hear, I told, I shared some of this at, a, at another meeting, uh, but the part that we heard that happened later is that because they kept going back and now there's a little gr- small group that has started there. And this is what would happen, which is crazy. It's like something out of the Bible. People would show up 
waiting for them, waiting for the missionaries, for the Christians to arrive by boat and say, we need you to come to our house to pray for my sick relative. And they would take them and they would be getting healed. Everyone's getting healed. The blind see, the lame walk, like literally crazy stories, stuff out of the books, out of the book of Acts is happening. And it's just a plan right away. The Lord is moving in the world. I feel like it's just time for us, for us to just give up our, all these, the junk that we have, the stuff that we're dealing with and say, you know what, Lord, you are too big for this stuff I'm dealing with. Eternity is too long for me to care so much about what I have in my life right now. Lord, I give up my bills to you. Jesus, I give up my struggles, my trials, Lord, my relationship problems, all this because, Lord, you're moving in the world and you have called me for such a time as this. I am for you, Lord. We are for him. We are for his kingdom. Stuff's gonna, look, the rain falls on the righteous and the wicked of life, and the wicked alike. We're gonna go through trials. We're gonna go through all this, uh, all this stuff, but the Lord is still good. He's still good. Like Donnie said, come on, he is still good. I don't care what's happening in my life. And there's a time for mourning. There's a time for weeping. There's a time for pastor, for being, I say, I just need to be pastored right now. I need to cry right now. But then we look, we get right back up and we turn to Jesus. <laughs> so this is what I felt like God just wanted to say was that, man, he is still saving. He is still healing. The world is a big place. It is a big place and he's doing many things. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope this message impacted you today. If you'd like to support Ascension Christian Center, simply go to ascensionchristiancenter.com and click the gift tab or text ACCFL to 77977. Interested in hearing more? Check back weekly for new messages. Have a great day.